Hi everyone, I hope you all are doing well this week. It's been a little while since I put an episode out, but this past weekend I had the opportunity to go skiing and I've never done that before and it really inspired me to come on here and share some content because this has turned a little bit more into a lifestyle podcast, but I wanted to talk about skiing, you know, in the athletic sense because that is very heavily related to the content I love to put out, but also what I learned and took away from the experience. So let's get right into it. One of the first things I realized about skiing is that it's not as much of a group activity as I previously thought. I think that's partially because I'm still learning how to ski and I'm very new at it, so I kind of have to take things very slowly and at my own pace, but that also gave me a lot of time for reflection, and I kind of realized that it's one of those experiences, and this isn't unique to skiing, but you know, anytime you have a new experience, it really reflects a lot of the teachings that you know about life, but it just kind of you're in the moment and you're feeling those things. And so I've been feeling very connected to those emotions and I kind of wanted to share some of that. The first thing I kind of realized is that starting off bad at something kind of feels really good. And by that, I mean that when you know that you're not so great at something at first, but you know you have the potential to be better at it and that you're going to get better at it, you just know that really rewarding feeling is like coming your way. Like you're going to start off with all these stories of no matter what it is, if it's singing, if it's skiing, if it's, you know, a new hobby in general, if it's work, you're going to start off with these stories of like, oh, remember that time that I messed up this and it was really funny. And then, you know, a month, years down the line, you're going to be looking back at those moments and being like, thinking about just the progress that you've made since then. And this whole weekend, people kept telling my friend and I that, the learning curve when it comes to skiing is exponential. In general, you get better at things the more you practice them. We all know this. But what people told us was that the first two or three days, you're going to be kind of bad at it. And then after that, the minute you start learning and practicing the right, more advanced techniques, you're going to get good at it really quickly. And I think that in general is something that is very encouraging to hear. And you don't get that with a lot of activities, but it is very encouraging to sort of hear that, um, especially when it comes to something athletically related. I also think it allowed me to sort of reflect on things in my life that I've improved at and things in my life that I'm not so good at and also acknowledge why that might be the case. So in the past week, I went to a yoga class and I haven't been doing yoga super consistently recently, but I did a lot of yoga in high school. And so it was a space that I just sort of naturally fell right back into and it was very, very comfortable for me. And so that was a very enjoyable experience for me because I realized that I had built up my foundation so well that it it kind of was like riding a bike. Like it wasn't, I didn't forget what the movements were, what the motions were, that strength had been maintained in my body through other types of exercise. And so that was very encouraging, obviously, to experience. On the other hand, I joined my friend at her pottery class and she's been very into pottery recently. And I personally think, of course, I'm a little biased, but I personally think she's very, very good at it. And she has a genuine interest in it. And I was really excited to go because it's something that she was excited to do. But even when I took ceramics in high school, I wasn't very good at it. I'm not a super patient person and I don't think I'm very creative when it comes to things like that. And so it was a little bit of a difficult experience for me, but it also helped me acknowledge where my strengths are and helped me realize that if unless you put in time into something, you're not going to be better at it. But you also have to be so selective with what you're choosing to invest in. And with all these contrasting experiences this past week, I really felt a strong pull towards skiing and yoga and athletically related things because that's where my joy really lies. And I know that pottery is not something I'm going to invest my time in, but at the same time, it is something I can appreciate as proof that 
even if you're bad at something, you're going to be able to do it. I finished making a little bowl and it wasn't the best, but I did it. And it's okay not to be good at everything in life. And so I think that that kind of rounds out my thoughts surrounding why it's so rewarding to start out being bad at something and how that really helps you acknowledge other people's strengths and weaknesses and your own callings and strengths and things like that. The second thing I took away from this weekend is that adrenaline is so addicting. I think that I am an adrenaline junkie, not in the most extreme sense. I know there's people that are constantly doing crazy things every weekend and that's definitely not me, but I I think I really do try to chase happiness and chase that high of doing really cool things and like it's so so exciting. Like we left my my friend and I went skiing together and we we left the slopes after the first day and we we're like we need to come back tomorrow and we were leaving the next morning, so not possible, but you know, just it feels so good to find an activity you enjoy. So I think that no matter what, you should always step out of your comfort zone and try new things. Another friend recently told me that they've been getting into running and that's been feeling really good for them. And there's someone that doesn't really work out very often. But to find any sort of hobby I think that you enjoy and that wants like makes you want to go back for more is so it's just life-changing. I don't know. I felt really transformed after this weekend. I am fully into the ski lifestyle as much as you can be, I guess, um, for someone that's only skied once, but it was really, really an amazing experience. And so adrenaline is so addicting. Find something that gives you that joy, that high, and go back for more every single time. The third lesson that I took away from this weekend is that fear holds you back. And I think everybody knows this, but Within skiing, I found this really beautiful analogy, um, which sounds very dramatic, but just bear with me and we'll go through it. So when you're skiing, everyone, like our lesson instructor, all of our friends were telling us you have to keep your body weight forward. The only reason that you're going to fall is if you lean backwards. And it's actually surprising how well that works and how much that is true. Like if you, anytime my body weight was forward, even if I was going too fast, if I stopped correctly, I was fine. Like I wouldn't fall over. I just would take me longer to stop than I wanted. Um, and my friend and I, every time we fell, it was because we got scared. And so then we would lean backwards and then we'd fall over. And then getting up in your skis is such a hassle. But I truly think that within this series of events lies a really beautiful metaphor about how when you're scared of something, you should move towards it and not away from it. And My therapist used to tell me this a lot, but the only way out is through. Um, And I think skiing is very much similar, where the only way down the mountain is down the mountain. You can't, you know, jump from the top to the bottom. There's no slide that's going to take you all the way down. And it's going to be messy. And that's just kind of how life is. And that's how processing your emotions is. And like, that's just... I think that's just life. Like sometimes it's going to be really difficult and no one's going to be able to rescue you and you're going to have to get up every single time by yourself again and figure it out. Because while we were skiing with our friends, there were a few times when my friend fell down and I was standing right next to her. But because I was still learning, I couldn't help her grab her poles because I would also end up falling down and then neither of us would really be able to get up. And so I think that while you have people walking through life with you and that's a very supportive experience. There are things that you have to do by yourself. So I guess in this lies two lessons. The first being that fear holds you back and you should move closer to your fears, not further away from them to understand why you feel the way that you do and trust yourself and know that you're capable of getting through everything. 
And then the second thing is just, there are things in life, many things in life that you will have to experience and go through alone. And people will be surrounding you to support you and to cheer you on when you get back up. But sometimes the hardest part is getting back up. And that is a step that you may have to take alone. The fourth sort of thing that I took away from this was that finding a new activity or finding something that you enjoy is really exciting. But at the same time, sometimes the things that you enjoy can only be accessed very infrequently, but that doesn't make them any less beautiful or any less rewarding. And in fact, maybe it requires you to put in more of an effort and craft your life more to make room for those things. And I'm saying that because skiing is very obviously a winter activity. I am currently in California, so I am not even anywhere near places that I could ski. Like, genuinely, it's probably like four to six hours driving away from me to go ski. And so it, it would be very difficult for me to go back this weekend. I'm not even free to go back this weekend. And even in New York, I was sort of looking at places to ski and everything's pretty far away from the main city as well, which makes a lot of sense. And so one, you're dealing with the fact that this is a hobby that one, requires obviously money to do. Two, is only available for half the year. And three, is not necessarily close to you. But I am fully committed and I want to go skiing next season at least two to three times. So I'm going to figure out a way to do it. But it is another one of those things where I'm realizing that if there are things that you value in life and you know that they're difficult to have, but you really, really want them, you have to find ways to craft your life around it. I am going to have to find ways to make time to go at least two to three times next year with work, no matter what, because the truth is these things that bring you joy and make you feel good and allow you to be around the types of people that you want to be around are really what life is all about. And of course, saying that comes with a lot of privilege because I am talking about, you know, doing this fun activity. I get that. But it's it's not even about, you know, skiing necessarily. I could say this about working out as well, right? Like I have a Planet Fitness membership right now. It's $15 a month. I know that there's definitely people who do not have even $15 of expendable income in a month to spend on a gym membership. That being said, it is sometimes going to be difficult for me to find time to work out with work. It's difficult for a lot of people because a lot of people are super busy. But when you know something is very important to you, when you know it's a little thing you can do for yourself to bring you joy, it's so important to find ways to build a life that allows you to do those things because you don't get brownie points for being sad. You don't get brownie points for putting yourself through hell. You, like ultimately, the person that's scoring you in life is yourself. Other people looking at you and being like, wow, they're so successful. Oh my God, this person does X, Y, Z. Like at the end of the day, it's nice to hear, but it doesn't do anything for you. And you're the one that sits with yourself in the night and is sitting there and is like, I just spent my whole day at work and I wasn't happy at all, even once today. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily true or the way that I see work. I really think that I'm going to enjoy what I end up doing. But just another thing that I was sort of thinking about through this weekend in terms of how it can be difficult to do the things that make you happy, but it's, you know, that makes it all the more worth doing. Like the fact that you can only, I think, I think it's just that concept of scarcity. Like when things are difficult to have, you want them even more and it makes it even more worth having. So that's sort of my takeaways from this weekend of skiing. I know that there was a lot of analogies and metaphors and it may all seem very dramatic, but I'm kind of the person that falls into the drama whenever I'm doing something that's really exciting. And so 
I just wanted to share these thoughts with you all. I hope that this episode resonates in some way, shape, or form. And I will be back hopefully very soon with another episode. I'm really prioritizing being where my feet are in this period of my life. So I'm not going to be putting out content super consistently, but when I have something to say, I will always come on here and say it. So um, I look forward to putting out another episode very soon, and I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week.